0: I remember when we were strong. Back in the days before King Tenebrae and his royal guard, and the people of Amosran took up their own arms for fun and profit. Before all that, air was just us, the Viridian Outriders. We kept the roads and trails safe and secure, with homes and forts scattered about and locales civilized and not. Time passed. And we have been replaced And yet I hear the rumblings and murmurs Of the roads being Less safe Than they had been Monsters sniffing around In smaller towns And magic acting oddly Who knows Maybe we'll be needed again Hello And welcome back to Another Path My name is Chase And I remain your GM Today, Harper gets a talking to, then puts her abilities to the test. The next couple of episodes are going to be individual character focused, and I think you're going to really like them. Thank you to our backers Kyle, Rin, and Savani for their support. If you like what you hear, consider donating to us at Patreon.com/GhostlightMedia, and maybe try checking out some of the other shows on the network. But with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. The next day, you and the rest of the Outriders pack up and head out early in the morning. True to Luca's word, you actually take the roads properly this time. Um, It's only about of a week travel on the road, and especially with your newest companion in tow, Luca especially sees the wisdom in maybe taking things a little bit more conventionally, as it were.
1: That's my night captain right
0: there. It's the morning of the third day that you're on the road and everybody is packing up. The smell of last night's campfires still hangs heavy in the air. You've spent pretty much all of the previous night working on your breastplate, mm-hmm. that junker that you picked up. Oh, uh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and make me tell me what kind of role you want to make to repair this thing?
1: I would wager this is in the realm of Smith's tools. This yeah. is kind of what that tool proficiency is designed for. Yep. Um, this is the fun question. Where we get to figure out what stat is associated with this check. Hmm. Because smithing is a is a is a working man's sort of attribute. Hmm. But like, also, you have to have the know-how. Yeah. To know what to do. So, like, I would. Obviously my intelligence is better than my strength, but I could see the argument for either.
0: I'm going to say, I was going to say intelligence the way that I want to do this. Yeah. And if you agree with me, I think this is the fun way to do this. Okay. Every few days, I am going to have you make a roll. Okay. And essentially what you are trying to do is, you know, these roles will tally up over time. Okay. And so you are trying to hit 50 total over time. Oh my God, Chase. <laughs> I saved you how much gold on this breastplate?
1: Like 250. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I'm going for just like high roll as possible. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. I get it. Hey. Starting off decently strong mm-hmm. with a nat 13. Okay. Making that a. S- oh, wait. Plus my proficiency bonus, mm-hmm. which has gone up recently. So that's a dirty twenty. There we go. I'm gonna put twenty on my notes and not remember what that's here. I'll do twenty out of fifty. That's smart. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, I'm also gonna do just just point of order. I'm gonna unmount the Boo Blaster from Ignis. Yeah, <laughs> that can live in the shell. Did or, or did 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 we have to like turn those back in? Actually you very
0: specifically left in enough of a huff okay that i'm gonna (laughs) say you you did intentionally or not you did steal the boo blaster all right cool 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 cool
1: then um i think i realize it's like it's that process that i just had it's i should Mm -hmm. take
0: this thing down and then i go wait a minute (laughs) well it's mine now (laughs) you remember Dieter looking at Ignis a couple of times so it's just like a, in a weird lingering way you didn't say anything because you, oh. he's now you're, now it's coming together a little bit
1: I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool
0: but everybody packs up um that campfire smoke still heavy on everybody's clothes and you uh I assume that you pop up on Ignis and everybody yep. rolls on out for the day all right. After a couple hours of traveling, uh, Luca actually calls you up to the head of the pack.
1: Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll ride. I'll ride Ignis up and join the high captain.
0: Hi, Captain. What's uh, uh, what's on your mind? Well, there's two things. First off, you work a lot with Seeker Meredith, right? Um,
1: I suppose.
0: I you, mean, I, you I, at I... least hold her counsel fairly regularly.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, she likes to linger in the workshop. I like having her around as someone to talk to while I work. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, she trained me. Like, all my kind of martial prowess, I I entirely attribute to her. Of course.
0: Of course. So, the reason I bring it up, and uh, you might have picked up on this, I'm thinking of asking her to step up to be night captain when we get back.
1: Oh, She's I been, guess you do leave a vacancy, don't you?
0: Man, I can't leave another that vacancy for as long as, well, the one that I've been temporarily filling was left. The leadership needs to be maintained, and this is a field promotion that I can do. She's been sitting at Seeker for most of her life at this point, mm-hmm. and um, while she's incredibly good at that and I, you know, We'll have to make some other arrangements as well. The reality is that I need somebody with her experience. Do you think she'll say yes?
1: Question for you, Chase. Where does Seeker fall in
0: the org chart? So Seeker is right above Knight.
1: Okay, so she so this is a this is a, a linear promotion up, not a lateral side
0: right. This is her taking the literal next step
1: because I could see seeker falling into the same line as like the rangers and the listeners yes. based on sort of the flavor of the title. Absolutely. Uh, Meredith for not captain. Um I mean, I think the only reason why she'd say no is well, you know, she's not exactly a spring chicken anymore. Um
0: honestly part of the reason i want to call her up you think so i mean night captain and i think it's a lot more training and desk duty and managing people and whatnot seekers tend to get out there a little bit more and well um
1: i think i could see her being eager about going out on expedition Mm -hmm. but at the same time i think that this could be a, um, a necessary sort of wake-up call for her that she's not quite so fit for Expedition anymore. She might fight you on it. She might be really itching to go on Expedition. I mean, it like you said, it's been who knows how long since the Outriders did one, and mm. she loves talking about the old days.
0: <sighs> she does. She does. So
1: I think she'd be good for it. I just don't know if she'll take you up on it. That's the only thing
0: yeah well we'll have to see i mean like i said i'm gonna i'm asking her regardless knowing what other people think kind of helps me have uh backup plans in mind if i need them sure overcoming the objections and all of that
1: yeah i think <sighs> she'd be well suited for it i mean yeah she's got i think i'm a great example of how good she is as a trainer
0: oh well, there's that but also- i couldn't
1: i couldn't fight for shit before meeting her that's
0: true Oh, but she didn't exactly teach you to be diplomatic, though. Sometimes that is useful. Which does take oh, me to the other yeah. thing. We gotta talk about what happened with you in, in all trade. Oh. Look. I I get it. I do get it. Mm-hmm. But you, you can't blast someone like that. Especially when they are trying to pay us.
1: Uh... This feels like one of those situations that I'm... I'm uh, Captain, I'm totally willing to admit my bad. Okay. But at the same time, I ain't gonna apologize.
0: Well, uh, apologizing to me is only gonna do so much anyways. I know,
1: I know, I know. And, like, hi, Captain. Truly, all due respect, you weren't there. He made the situation arguably way worse than it had to be. And put our lives in danger when they didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. It was. It went. It went tits up. Purely from his involvement. And I understand and I, that. And I and Cecil was like. I know. I, and I was heated. it been a long time since I've seen someone I care about in straits like that. And mm-hmm. and I, I was. No. I lost my head, admittedly. Yeah.
0: Okay. Keep it it on straight for me. All right. That's <sighs> what I need. All right. Can't have you. I don't know what that guy's deal is. I don't like it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Unfortunately, he has a lot of people's ears. Yeah. Make a perception check for me. No. Oh, yes. <sighs> Three. Okay. You keep riding forward. Um.
1: i miss i know i chose a low wisdom on purpose Mm -hmm. i miss having a high perception damn it
0: (laughs) noticing things is for other people it's
1: it's for the turtle i made a tortoise i made See, even i fuck it up audience does ignis hear anything
0: (laughs) you know what roll a disadvantage for ignis
1: for sure, for sure. His perception did just go up because my proficiency bonus went up. Mm-hmm. So my boy's at a plus six for perception at disadvantage. Beans! Eight.
0: Yeah, uh, you move along carefully and quietly. Nothing noticed, <sighs> nothing seen. The two of you move along in relative quiet for a little while, just kind of enjoying each other's company. Luca is older than you by a good measure, but a fine conversationalist and also fine just to kind of ride alongside. As the caravan of Outriders rounds a bend of massive trees, you see something that stops everyone in their tracks. Smoke. Oh, a massive pillar of it rising in the sky. You realize that campfire scent has hung around too strongly.
1: Oh. Is this like a forest fire?
0: Luca's face is suddenly set in stone as he turns to everyone. That's Lutome. Outriders, move! Did he say Luthome? Lutome. Like l-
1: L-U-T-E? Correct.
0: On the word of your high, Captain, the Outriders break into a practiced and paced run. Luca's face is set in stone, moving at the head of the pack and holding pace just under a sprint. You hear him mutter. Oh, it's, it must be huge. It's an hour out, by walking, we gotta move.
1: I mean, I can... Do, does anyone else have mounts? Do we have, like, riding horses or anything like that? A
0: few people do. Um, you see... Uh, give me another perception check real quick. Fourteen. Um, You see that it looks like a bunch of people are, you know, gathering up and like, you know, hopping onto each other's mounts. Um, Specifically, you see Bailey jump into the back of one of the uh, few covered wagons. uh, And you see, uh, you know, a couple other people pulling people up onto horses and whatnot. And everyone is just going.
1: He's not as fast as a horse captain, but I can uh, I can ride ahead with Ignis. Go. All right. All right, buddy, let's kick it into high gear, all right? I pull a couple, I flip a couple levers and turn some <sighs> dials and, yeah, the uh, the internals start chugging mm-hmm. a little bit more. Do I have any magic that can help me here? I don't think so. Not in this moment. No. Nothing that I have prepared.
0: Mm-hmm. You blaze ahead. Even on horseback or tortoise back, takes about 30 minutes to <sighs> get there. But you do arrive at the base of the smoke. Lutholm is known for being a lovely city. Known for instrument craft. Well, it was. Burnt and destroyed buildings line rubble-strewn streets. The main drag of the city leads to what was once a fine town hall that now stands precariously a smoldering husk. Luca, as he arrives, wheels around and shouts, Stewards! Look for survivors. Styles, take point. Knights, it's got a perimeter. Take the unclassed with you, and I will keep point. Crafters, stabilize that town hall so we can use it as a base camp. Talk. Aye. You've got point. Aye, Captain. Bailey, go with them for coverage. Survivors are always priority. Clues second, property third. Move. Survivors, clues, property. All right. Let's go, Ignis. Ignis stomps through the burnt husks of the streets. Bailey, gathering his scant few possessions that he needs to do his work, takes up Stride along next to you. You've got uh, four other crafters, so you have a total of five people under your immediate command right now.
1: Okay. Ha!
0: You all move towards the town hall. The crafters are the most scant of the crypt's forces, but each of you is fairly well-trained for exactly this kind of situation. Okay. Picking your way through the rubble, your eyes are drawn naturally to the town hall sitting at the very end of the main drag, mostly intact, but clearly uninhabitable. It's far from safe to be inside, but that's what you're here for. You and your team step forward to the door, It is not opening. You can't tell if it's locked or if there's something blocking it.
1: Harper hops off of Ignis and quickly opens the shell Mm -hmm. um, and goes ahead and stashes her spear and her shield Mm -hmm. in the shell and pulls out two other bandoliers of tools Mm -hmm. and so has all of her gear all of her artisan's tools and tinker tools crisscrossed across her chest and around her waist so i've got all of my tools at the ready
0: the full kit
1: the full kit if you will i might i'm gonna grab my picks and try to open the door mm-hmm. and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna look to Bailey and like another crafter mm-hmm. as I fan out around the other side see if there's any other points of
0: ingress got a boss Oh, Bailey <laughs> takes another one of the crafters with him and uh, they round the bend
1: I will try my picks first to see if it's uh, if the door is just simply locked
0: okay um, go ahead and roll uh, your picks that is going to be a 16. You get in there and you do feel something unlatched, but there is still something more. It feels like there is something like blocking the door from the other side.
1: All right. Um, I. <laughs> Everyone step back. Ignis, ram it.
0: Go ahead and make a, a strength check for Ignis. Woo-hoo! Or athletics, I suppose, if if Iggy is he trained. He is has...
1: proficient in athletics. Let's get that
0: athletics roll going. He
1: has a plus five to this athletics roll. Okay.
0: Uh, That's a 15. That is exactly what I was looking for. (sighs) Iggy steps back and barrels through the door, and it swings wide, cindering wood, splintering as he slides to a stop inside he looks Ugh. very cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> i take a pebble out of my pouch mm-hmm. i magical tinkering it and whisper and say into it bailey we're in mm-hmm. and i slingshot it over the building in his direction oh, done Instantly. just trying to calculate where he is, has made it to at this
0: point Yeah, no questions asked. Absolutely. I'm feeling good on the Artificer style points tonight. (laughs) Go ahead and roll me a Constitution saving throw. Constitution save. Mm. Uh,
1: That's a a good roll for me. That's a 19. You uh, are not affected. Oh, even higher. Sorry, I'm proficient in that. Mm. 23,
0: 22. You, with that higher roll, you see as iggy stops a wall of smoke coming towards you you grab the three other crafters you have with you by the scruffs of their shirt and pull Mm -hmm. them down onto your level so that the smoke will pass above them no one (laughs) is going to be impeded over the next sections here smoke rises everyone stay low you lead your crew in you find yourselves in this massive burning building I need you to roll me perception with advantage because you are able to pull everyone down. Everyone has eyes. We're doing a triage check effectively where the actual problems are. Okay. Perception's going to be an 11. Gotcha. With an 11, you can see several major issues going on. Really all in one moment. Uh, the <laughs> biggest thing that you're seeing is that there is a massive structural beam that is precariously holding things in place this beam goes the entire building is done on top of that there is also a fire actively burning at the far side of the building you can see that's where a lot of the smoke is coming from okay you also see that the door the main door that you just passed through that iggy busted down is also about to collapse it looks like it already started to and iggy cleared some of the rubble as they made their way in
1: So, like, some of the space overhead from the main door Mm -hmm. is beginning to fall in. archway, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay! Bailey um, works his way through a window, and uh, the crafter that is with him also works their way in as well. Both stand to attention. All right, what's the plan, boss? Ooh, boy. God, I wish I
1: had my alchemy jug prepped. (laughs) Um, Because I could just have that start pouring water out of it. But Alas, I do not. Um, just looking, just, just taking inventory of my gear real quick. You're good. On our way en route to the, to this building, did we spy a well or any sort of like water source? Yeah. Is there a river near, or a stream nearby?
0: Yeah, there is a, there is a well just outside. I point out the
1: three things. Mm -hmm. We gotta get that fire out. That beam is our sort of linchpin right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got to make sure our way of ingress doesn't fully collapse on us. Mm-hmm. I throw open the shell, and I—I I don't know what the specializations of my
0: other fellow crafters are. Sure.
1: But if I have junk inside of Ignis that they can use, Mm -hmm. it's theirs to use.
0: Bailey is essentially an ace in the hole. Bailey will take care of one of these problems. Okay. Whichever one you want him to handle, whichever one you think the crafters would be least likely to be able to handle on their own, you're pretty sure Bailey will be able to take care of. The other crafters will be making rolls, as will you.
1: Okay. Bailey, get that fire out. Got it. Three of you. Start working on the arch on the door, mm-hmm. making sure that don't fall, making sure the structure overhead stays intact. And I'm going to grab whoever other crafter is to get a little closer with me and just have a sounding board so I can start diagnosing this problem with the uh, the beam up above head. Gotcha. I think I have an idea. Like, if it collapses, I have a way to save it, but I'm trying to figure out how to fix it.
0: Uh-huh. Um bailey rushes over to that back room and you hear him uh cast create water and just start you know essentially water bending the fire out um smoke Mm. is billowing thicker but that means it's working the other two trying to keep the uh the paths open are working on it but the fires and cinders are might even be working faster it's it's rough over there but for you with that what are what are you thinking you're just trying to sounding board off of this other guy so
1: the idea is that this beam is the beam itself burning or it it just needs more support to make sure it doesn't collapse
0: Uh, a little bit of both like it it has definitely been affected by the fire and you can see there is a crack forming at kind of the center joist
1: um above how high up is it from the ground about 10 feet up i look to my fellow crafter and say please tell me you know mending i mean yeah i can't reach up there Mm -hmm. ignis stand here stand rock steady hop up up there can you reach up there Otherwise, I'm going to try to, like, rig up, like, a pull, like a lift or a pulley or something to, like,
0: hoist this person up there. As you turn and look to this other individual, we're going to roll a die and see what race this individual is to see if they are <laughs> tall enough. If they're standing on Ignis, they need to be one of the taller races. Not a halfling, not a gnome, not, not a, a dwarf. Halfling, not, not even a human. Like, we're talking Dragonborn or Goliath. Okay. So, I'm going to roll this D8 on a 7 or an 8. Okay. Eight is Dragonborn, seven's Goliath. That's a Goliath, baby.
1: <gasps> Smalls and Tolls! <laughs>
0: <laughs> this Goliath crafter. Hold on. I've got to give him a name now. Caraway. Caraway. Caraway looks at you, looks down at Ignis. You sure they're going to hold my weight? Enough for a good mending. Make it good, Caraway. Gets up there. Yep. Hands up. It's like, can I get a little more up, please? (coughs) Exactly. (laughs) The the hydraulics engage. Yep. Lowrider starts playing. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Meanwhile, I am going to... Make another perception check. Sure. That's what you're going to do.
1: Uh, advantage or nah? Uh, yes. Then that would be a 16.
0: With a 16, you hear arguably the worst thing you could hear at this time. Coughing.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Somebody's in here with you.
1: Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Do I have a a beat on the location?
0: With a 16, you know it's like vaguely in the back half, but that's about it.
1: I'm going to action cast detect magic. Mm Mm-hmm hoping maybe this person has something magical on them and I can see it through the smoke with through my magnifying glass
0: yeah go ahead uh what's the range on that bad boy
1: 30 feet 30 feet and it does go through like it it can penetrate solid objects
0: okay a Mm -hmm.
1: foot of stone three feet of wood or dirt yeah
0: yeah absolutely you see something you're not sure what it is it looks like I guess it would technically be necromancy like a pendant is just kind of like emanating uh through the smoke
1: I think I just kind of wordlessly go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Go try to find this person.
0: Yeah. You find uh, a, a, uh, a dwarf trapped under a beam that had fallen. One of the mo one of the few less vital support beams. Uh, but yeah, a, a dwarf, maybe a hair older than, uh, than Harper. Oh shit.
1: Hey, uh, <coughs> hi, we're, we're going to get you out of here. Are you hurt? Yes. Ow. All right. Hold on. Um, <coughs> Okay, I just what read about this. Um, I am going to pull out, like, um, essentially, like, a chisel. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, um, Harper is, like, has, like, an eye closed and is trying to recall something from memory in the book that she's been reading. Mm-hmm. And carves into the beam a series of mathematical symbols and uh, writes a quick equation out. I cast reduce on the mm-hmm. beam. So the beam is halved in size in all dimensions, and its weight is reduced to one
0: eighth of normal. Go ahead and roll me an arcana check. That's good. Uh, Arcana, 22. Okay. Um, You write this in such a way that the other things that this beam was supporting do not also collapse in, (laughs) making things worse
1: legit (laughs) um
0: but yeah this beam goes from being like 10 feet long and you know two feet deep to being you know five feet long just just ka-chunk ka-chunk and falls to the side harmlessly (sighs) you can see that this dwarf is in bad shape he is making death saving throws as we speak
1: cure wounds i uh pull out
0: the flash paper Mm -hmm. you realize the thing that is actually getting him is the smoke inhalation he Mm. has been in here for so long remember this has been going on for you know at least half hour maybe probably longer with considering the smoke you saw he has been in here and even at that low altitude that the two Mm -hmm. of you occupy Mm -hmm. he is uh he has been inhaling hot air so what you do is you put it over his mouth and you light mm-hmm. it there and it pulls the smoke out of his yep. mouth
1: yep all right this is gonna feel weird for a second okay right.
0: okay that's it that's it
1: all right can you walk
0: i think so I all think right so.
1: good doors that way up stay low <laughs> and st- Get out the front door. My people should be holding it up.
0: My people. And they are, in fact, just rolled for them. Oh, wow. Everybody rolled really well right there. Nice. Yeah. Caraway has a hand on either side of the beam, and then you, but you see kind of a telltale shimmer. Uh, their magic it has this kind of a, a bright blue vibe to it, and you can see. As uh, they are holding it in place, that blue light bursts and uh, that beam has a good bit of like wooden scar tissue over the center. Cool, 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 cool. Um, Bailey emerges from the smoke, hacking and coughing. I think I, think I got it. Whew. Okay. We'll do one more check for our friends at the door. How
1: yeah, are we looking over there, folks? It's not pretty. Don't need to be pretty. It is not
0: elegant, <laughs> but janky and functional is still functional. And that's honestly the most important thing right now as you rush Caraway out of the burning building and into the fullness of day.
1: I was going to say, is the beam good? Like, are we good for that? The hold for a little while.
0: Caraway hops down. Oh, it'll hold for a bit. It's going to be tricky. um We're gonna if we're gonna like camp out in there, we're definitely going to want a little bit more uh, umph under that. Yeah, but like at least a temporary wall or something. But it's good for now. Okay, okay.
1: People, clues, property. Um, okay. Building standing. Bailey fires out, yeah? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Anyone else notice any other survivors in there? I grabbed one.
0: No. Okay. Did anyone... One of the other crafters leans down, um, a, a young woman. I, um, uh, I found a few bodies. That was gonna be my next question. Um, um, we... There's a few out here, too. We should get this guy not around here. Yeah. Carraway, do you mind? Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Come on. What's your name? Anyway. Um, Addison. Addison. Thank you.
1: (coughs) Bailey, join me on a quick walk around. I got detect magic up. Let's take a look, see if anything stands out. Anyone else notices anything, like tracks or anything? Uh, We need to... If possible, let's figure out how this fire started, Okay. Don't yeah. go inside, though, for right now. Everyone stay outside, yeah. just in case. I'm going to do a lap of the building and mm-hmm. just look for any sort of, like, magical trails. Sure. If, uh, uh, if I can glean that a
0: spell was cast, just trying to mm-hmm. investigate. Uh, how long does your detect magic go? Uh, 10 minutes. Cool. And uh, so what I'm going to have you do, roll for yourself as well as Ignis. You have advantage on yours because you are using detect magic. Is this perception? Yes, please. Okay.
1: Um, my role with advantage is going to be a six. Ooh. Um, Ignis's role straight up is going to be an
0: 18. Cool. Um, what distracts you? What pulls your attention? (laughs) It (laughs) It should be the bodies. It
1: should be. It's the fact that people that Harper was given leadership by, by the high captain. Mm hmm. The fact that people listened, Mm -hmm. and she's particularly caught off guard by how quickly she fell into that.
0: Yeah. The other thing I think that would catch Harper's mind is that even though you just had that conversation with Luca, there was not a moment of hesitation. Mm -hmm. You realize that, I mean, he clearly had at least half an hour to think about it. Mm -hmm. There was no question in his mind when he said it. There was no, ah, well, it has to be this person. It was you. Oh, man. Oh, oh. With an 18, you kind of get lost. You're lost in the sauce a little bit as, <laughs> uh, as you're doing the perimeter. Fortunately, life often hands us people that we can offload portions of our brain to. And Ignis is clearly one of yours. And you hear what is becoming a noted uh, mechanical whine. It is the Ignis version of Jinkies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that, that snaps me out of it. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, shoot. Uh, What'd you find, buddy?
0: He finds a body. Ooh. But it's a weird one. It looks like this one was not taken out by fire and certainly wasn't somebody who lived locally. This person is wearing fine red leather armor. There's no signet on it. Uh, There's a pitchfork sticking out of its chest. Oh. And with a slight bit more investigation uh you find uh the assailant also quite dead with a go ahead and make me a survival check that's also wisdom based it is hey sometimes we don't get to do the things we're good at oh 15 Mm -hmm. Uh, with a 15 what catches you about this clearly farmer who decided to go well above his class and managed a crit in the moment before he died.
1: <laughs> the commoner crit.
0: Exactly. The, the commoner crit where you get to roll your attack die like 800 times and then yeah. you immediately die. You perish. Exactly what happened here. Hey. What you're seeing is that this person who had killed the, the farmer had an ungodly amount of strength behind its sword. Oh. Ooh. And the person laying before you with the pitchfork sticking out of its chest doesn't have like an incredible amount of str- apparent strength to them, but you are seeing a demonic energy emanating off of them. Some kind of, I guess it would be an abjuration kind of straddles the line between abjuration evocation maybe a little bit of necromancy in there too there's a lot going on with this guy you're not sure what it is but you know it's dangerous you know that this kind of magic can turn a couple of people into a Force that could easily match the entire outrider uh kit you have here
1: you say demonic presence mm-hmm. is the person like are they a human are they a tiefling are, are what are they human what's their like ancestry human yeah okay.
0: uh human as far as you can tell maybe a little gnomon back in there uh, and i do want to clarify i demon is speaking more generally it's more of a fiendish you can't really get a bead on exactly what it is
1: sure so my understanding is that like they were under the effect of some sort of magic or spell or something or other that like gave them stupid demon strength best in your knowledge i'm gonna stay here because i i basically sent bailey on the opposite direction i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for him to find me on this Mm -hmm. side of things and get his take on this sure Hey, like, if I hear him coming, I'll be like, hey, Bailey, heads up. Um, Something a little gruesome over here, but I need your eyes on this. A little gruesome. How much more gruesome could it be? Oh, yeah. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. What's your take on all this?
0: Bailey pukes.
1: That's not. Yeah, okay. You know what? Fair is fair.
0: After a couple of minutes of heaving, Bailey puts himself back together. Uh, Your detect magic has now worn off. Okay. And he is looking down at the body. Well, let's see here. Whoa. Mm. Guy stinks to high heaven. Okay.
1: Yeah, there's something, something unusual about this fella.
0: Bailey starts patting the um, the soldier down. Mm-hmm. And uh, doesn't really come up with much. After a moment, he's like...
1: You know, sometimes there's like pockets sewn inside on like the...
0: Yeah, we'll have to... The inner lining of the armor. We'll have to take him back to the crew do a proper search but hey real quick um just Mm -hmm. be at the ready just in case and he takes the pitchfork and pulls it
1: i i'm hang on i go my weapons are in ignis still so i like scramble over there and get my gear out
0: (laughs) nothing happens oh god i mean i could have just put it back but you know i'm not well, I was going to say I'm not as good at, with uh, these things as that guy is, but I th- you think uh, I joke He just throws it to the side. Huh? Not much of an emblem. Yeah, I was going to I was going to ask, do I recognize that at all? No, um, the y- it was hard to tell with the pitchfork in the way, but you can see the only emblem on this guy is a single black circle dead center of the chest. Yeah.
1: Not really a a well recognizable heraldry
0: yeah, I got a bad feeling about that
1: well let's um i will um i'll just like i'd say i was gonna say I'll sketch it, but there's really no point to I guess it's a black circle oh. um and we'll have the i think we're gonna try to once we can make sure there's no other tasks for our little squadron here um Make sure these bodies get back to you know anyone who's relevant, so that we can
0: make burial rights happen. Elijah looks at you as like, "Hey, can we um can we throw this dipshit on uh on Ignis's back?" Mm. It's either that or we have to carry him.
1: Let me get a drop cloth out first. Uh yeah. Um,
0: fair enough.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be cleaning blood out of the gears.
0: That's fair.
1: I'll I'll get a drop cloth mm-hmm. and I'll I'll put a little blanket over it
0: Double and um
1: load this this dude up with Bailey mm-hmm. on the back of Ignis lash him down Ignis you good to carry this I know he's heavy but just like just a little ways bud tss, tss. thank you I'll I'll whip up something nice for you as a treat tss. he likes glass. Tss. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good tortoise. He's a good
0: tortoise. The three of you load up and head back to the entryway of the city. And I think that's a good place for us to call it. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia or by giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly and Griffin at Griffcold. You can find me on TikTok at TQ Loudly. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And until then, remember that you can usually rely on those around you to cover what you can't. Ben has been a Ghostlight Media production.